up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Torrent, a podcast giving you discussions on music, movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined, as always, by Alan and Matt. What's up, guys? Hey, Nick. How's it going? Just had a good weekend full of uh, barbecuing and celebrating America. So For sure. Uh, it was been good. Was, yeah. Matt, how about you? Uh, I'm doing great. I just got back yesterday. Well, actually, late last night from uh, Zach, my good friend's wedding. Probably our number one fan. I'm pretty sure he's listened to every episode. So <laughs> shout out to you, Zach. Congratulations on getting married. It was super amazing and super fun. So Awesome. Was there any um, like exciting things that happened at the wedding that's outside the norm of a, a wedding? <laughs> Anything super crazy? Well, um, I'm trying to think. There were, I mean, there were a lot of awesome stuff. I mean, as you know, Zach is really uh, an interesting guy. So mm-hmm. you know a lot of crazy things happen. But um, <laughs> we got like a, a van to take the the bridal party around to a bunch of places and it was just like so fun because we were playing like music insanely loud and everyone was dancing it was just it was like a really good time so nice you were a groomsman right i was yeah okay cool cool yeah what's your what's your opinion on people who do weddings on like holidays like that like i know it's kind of controversial sometimes for people to do so i i guess it depends for this for this situation i thought it was perfect because you got to have the wedding on saturday memorial day was still two days away and we got to travel on Sunday and get back um, and still be able to celebrate Memorial Day and have a day off and have a day to recover from traveling and stuff. So in this situation, I think it was perfect. If it was like on the 4th of July or something, that would be – that's hard. I think. Yeah. Nice. In this case, in this situation, it didn't take away from anything. So I thought it was perfect. Nice. I appreciated it. Yeah. Did they have a DJ or a full band? They had a band, but Whoa. when the band was taking breaks, they would play music from the DJ. So you got like the best of both worlds. And the band was pretty cool. They played some good songs and like out, like the, the dance floor was always, you know, always had people on it. So uh, yeah, it was, was popping. Oh, yeah, it was popping. Did you so. cut a few rugs? Oh, you know, I dropped I some sweet moves because you've ever heard cutting cut rugs before, Alan? <laughs> no, no, is that like a break dancing thing or something? It's like a yeah, it's like a term for getting down, like dancing real hard, like you're cutting some rugs. Like you're dancing so hard, like you're wearing the, oh, the you're rug like in. Wearing the rug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oddly sexual in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> probably. Uh, uh, I'm probably using it totally wrong. I'd be like, oh yeah, you guys got a few rugs. Probably means like, All right. yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so we could download. So anyway. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into our uh, news segment here. This week's weekly download is brought to you by uh, Holiday Weekend Cookouts. Do you frequently eat way too much on cookouts and stuff yourself to where you have to take a nap right after dinner? Totally missing out hanging out with your family and friends? Well, guys, that was me this weekend. Uh, I am exhausted <laughs> from eating. It's <laughs> so Italian of you uh, to just speak. It really to me. is. Uh, I, need a, I need to get myself a check here. All right. <laughs> 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 all right. If you're allowed, if you're allowed thump in the middle of the podcast, it's Nick yeah, falling asleep. It's me falling asleep. Power blackout. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Our first news story today: Bohemian Rhapsody trailer dropped a few weeks ago. This is the first time of us talking about it. It is a Queen slash Freddie Mercury biopic starring Rami Malek from uh, Mr. Robot. I watched the trailer. I thought it was awesome. Um, I think they really did a cool mashup of all the Queen songs, and uh, there wasn't much story elements to the trailer, but they gave us some cool clips. He certainly looks the part of Freddie Mercury. Um, I'm interested to see where they're going from here. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I, 
I like the concept of this, and I think it's I think it's a good idea. I think it'll be interesting. I'm just a little bit worried about them over embellishing some parts of his mm-hmm. life or maybe Queen's story to kind of make for an interesting movie that yeah. you know maybe maybe if you read an autobiography you wouldn't quite find the same things because you're trying right. to just make it appealing to people mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see how they do it we'll see what the story's like. like like you said there wasn't much story really in the trailer so it was kind of yeah. hard to get an idea of what exactly they were going to talk about and what the whole sequence of the movie was going to be so we'll right see. right yeah Matt what do you think did you get a chance to watch the trailer um yeah a little bit I'm not a big fan of, of Freddie Mercury or any of that you know uh, I don't know why. Maybe I should. Maybe the movie okay. would make me, I don't know, make me appreciate it more. Appreciate you at least appreciate that he's like a fit, like one of the best vocalists of our lifetime, right? Okay, so I guess I should say like I respect him. Okay. And like what he does is awesome. It just wasn't, it's, he, it's not personally like my style. So I've, sure. I've not ever been like super drawn to that. Okay. But um, I like what they're trying to do. And I, and I just, I, uh, you know, I like the aspect of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'd probably, I'd probably check it out. Cool. You know, broaden go my off horizons. Of, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, to go off what you were saying, Alan, I'll be, I'll be surprised how far they take some of Freddie Mercury's, um, like life in particular, because I know he was, uh, um, pansexual. I think is a correct term. I was trying to use it correct. Very pansexual. I think Real he had, AIDS, he had uh, <laughs> AIDS at one point. So it would be interesting to see how. Um, how serious they're going to take that movie in that aspect of his life, or if they're going to keep it mostly to the music career. So we'll see. We'll see how, we'll see what the, how it plays out. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, we got a second jungle book trailer for this movie. Mowgli. Um, it's directed by, Oh, what's his name? JJ. Andy, oh, it's, uh, it's directed by Andy circus. It's his take on the jungle book. He's playing one of the characters, Andy circus, of course, being, the guy who was Gollum in the Lord of the Rings movies. He was uh, Ulysses Claw in Black Panther and Avengers. Wow. Um, he's been in a ton of stuff. He was the apes, the main ape in um, Planet of the Ape, the newer Planet of the Apes movies. He's like this big, big, uh, famous motion capture performance capture guy, and he's doing his own take with the with the Jungle Book. Uh, this was a darker trailer. They have a star-studded cast: Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett bunch of stars what did you guys think of this trailer as a whole i love i really love the whole new take on um uh or like the whole new dark take kind of thing mm-hmm. i i almost feel similar to that with um the the new robin hood trailer we kind of talked about recently okay i i really really like that i think uh for me personally new new takes on similar like common stories or, or yeah familiar stories that's what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I think that's cool, and it's uh, fun to see it in a different way. Kind of like Beauty and the Beast and um, uh, that like Snow White movie. You guys remember that Snow White and the Huntsman? Oh, with what's her face from Twilight? Yeah. Okay. Belle? Not Belle. <laughs> what was her name in that movie? Mm, I don't even know. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Stewart. I want to say Chris. Okay, I'm never mind. I was a lot of Anyway, um, that girl. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is also in Mowgli as well as. Uh, the tiger, I think, the bad guy, Sh- Shere Khan or whatever. Oh, cool. Um, I just, I'm just confused as to why it seems a little soon because they just came out with that Jungle Book movie in 2016, and it seems yeah. like it's going to be pretty much the same story, just like you guys said, a little bit darker in in its theme. So yeah, we'll see if it's if it's as much of a hit. I'm I'm not sure about the the time frame. I think they've both been in development for a really long time, and I think Disney might have just beaten this movie to the punch. As to uh, who was first, 
Um, but I'm I'm very surprised this movie is even continuing after the success that Disney had with its live action Jungle Book uh, Jungle Book movie. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, next. There's this little movie coming out called Upgrade um, by the directors of Saw, I think it is. This movie looks pretty interesting. I, I'm not sure how I feel about this trailer yet. What do you guys think about it? All right. Well, if you don't mind, Alan. I, so I'm the one who put that on there. I saw this trailer and I just thought it was like really, really fun and really cool and like really exciting. And I don't have like – it's one of those things that I think is going to be really cool to see. It's not going to be like getting awards or like – the best movie ever right but just like basically this guy gets into this like accident i can't remember exactly but he becomes like paralyzed and they put this little thing on his spine to like help him walk again and then he this thing talks to him and um there's like a scene where he's trying to like um go like get after this guy who killed his girlfriend or something and then um he gives the thing in his spine permission to take control of his body and then he just goes completely crazy and it's just like inhumanly strong and just like smashing all this crap on this guy's head and like Stabbing him, and then, oh man, it was just, it was so cool. It was like something I really, really like right up my alley. So it looks, looks like bad. a grindhouse, incredibly yeah. violent, like film. You know what I mean? Like you could just tell by the the art style of the trailer. It was just, it's going to be yeah. extremely violent. Yeah, yeah. But like, I wanna, funny, oh sorry, go for it, Alan. You <laughs> I was going to say, I want to see like in two weeks from now if you're still hyped about this because I feel like it's one of those things where you have to give it like the net, you know, three day <laughs> or whatever test. Yeah. Well, I don't normally feel this way about movies, except for the, like the Raid Two, where I saw that trailer and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be cool." Um, I don't normally feel this way about trailers, and I don't have high expectations really for movies. So who yeah. knows? Maybe I'll see this in a little bit and be like, "Okay, there's no story here. This is so boring." Yeah. But um, I don't know. Just when he was like smashing plates on the guy's head, and he was just like, "Oh no!" He's like, "Please, dude, just stay down. Just stay down." And the guy stands up with a knife and goes after him, and he like twist them around oh man i just thought that was so cool really into it so <laughs> real high hopes cool any thoughts alan or nah well, you gotta leave it there all right yeah, I'll, 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 I'll really? touch this one. Yeah. yeah all right you got no one was <laughs> about this guys i saw this trailer and i was like oh man like i was sweating watching it come on now you didn't think it was cool that that type of movie just doesn't appeal to me too much because, like, he's obviously way overpowered. Like, I don't. It's just like, oh, he's gonna beat up a bunch of bad guys, and I don't like the, uh, you know, the, the the I guess comedy you want to call it of him being like, sorry, man, I don't know, I don't know how I'm doing this, but I'm kicking your ass because it's you know, I just it doesn't really play well for me. You you don't want to watch a good guy beat up bad guys really badly the whole time. No, I wanna I wanna. I want to believe you that want... he's in danger and he's fighting for his life, not like he's an OP, you know, tank character who's just beating the shit out of guys. This movie's going to blow up and you and me are going to eat our words and Matt is just going to like... You're right. <laughs> You're 100% <laughs> right on this. It seemed like the number one hit of the summer. Yeah. yeah <laughs> of this century. I thought you were going to say the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it's way funnier to think about that that actually happens that i think it's amazing it's like wow 95 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> i don't know i just i don't really want a lot of like deep storyline i just want to watch some guy like whoop a bunch of bad you want a popcorn movie you just want to sit there yeah yeah <sighs> dude yeah. like yeah. john wick that's what i felt like john wick that's was true. yeah okay. yeah to some extent mm-hmm. so, um <clears throat> all right next speaking of weird movies uh there's this little trailer called the uh, happy time murders uh, um Starring uh, Melissa McCarthy, 
Uh, she's a police officer. She gets partnered up with this puppet, and it looks like they're all uh, from like the Muppets or Sesame Street or yeah. something like that. And somebody's going around killing Muppets, and they have to solve the crime. And uh, if you know this movie, this trailer what wasn't that funny to begin with but the ending of the trailer oh my god i was dying um i man i i don't know i'm almost at a loss of words for this what do you guys think about it very interesting trailer like you and matt had two very interesting picks in a row right here (laughs) just don't know how to feel about either of these movies but they're gonna be they're gonna be interesting to see (laughs) yeah i won't probably watch this ever i don't think i would think it was that funny it would be yeah. i'm sorry I, I don't think it would be that funny uh maybe though maybe if it ended up maybe if everyone saw it and really liked it i don't know yeah um i like that it's different that's kind of cool <laughs> i support that certainly different stands out uh, yeah well, was there a movie like this recently that came out not too recently within like a few years where it was like people and puppets together i don't think um uh, movies aren't my my I don't know. I can't remember. I'll have to, I'll have to look, look, yeah. look it up. Mention on the next episode. I swear yeah. there's a movie that's like this. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. It, I can't tell if that movie's going to be funny or not, but you know, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, the Lego 2 movie, uh, or the Lego Movie 2 was announced. Uh, Chris Pratt set to return as a starring character. Did you guys see the first one? Did you have an appreciation for the first Lego movie? I thought it was it was pretty clever. It was it was really fun. It was a really fun movie, and I'm happy that they're continuing with their world building of of the Lego universe. I love the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I loved the first one, and they came out with the Batman Lego movie, and I wasn't as huge of a fan of that one. Oh, that I love that one. Really? The Batman, yeah, Batman Lego I thought it was, was awesome. I thought it was good. I thought it just missed a little bit on the story. Okay. Um, I thought the the first one did just like such an incredible job with the story that I kind of had a high standard. I hope yeah. I hope the Lego movie too is is comparable to the, mm-hmm. even the Batman movie because both of them were very fun to watch. So. Sure. What do cool. you think, man? I agree. I I loved. I actually didn't see the Batman one, but I loved the original one. And I have a really high hopes too. I love Chris Pratt. I think he's like the best possible thing <laughs> as an actor. So, um, really, really excited. I can't nice. wait. Cool. Uh, next potential uh, casting announcement for the next Spider-Man movie: Jake Gyllenhaal cast as Mysterio. Guys, this is a pretty big. It's a pretty big get for Marvel. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is one of those actors who's been around for a really long time. Um, I think well respected, and to get a guy of that stature, like a Michael Keaton for the first one, uh, that's a that's a huge get. And to do this mis- uh, character Mysterio, uh, which is a villain we haven't seen yet in a Spider-Man movie, uh, it's pretty big. What do you guys think? No, it's just a rumor, right? Uh, it, it's not I, officially announced. I think or did you... so. Uh, okay. It's you know it's hard to tell these days on Twitter because it's being reported that this is what's happening. But I don't think that we've gotten an official statement. So um, my guess is somebody on the inside tipped him off and it's being reported on now. And it's most likely probably going to happen, but nothing's official yet. Yeah, because I didn't see anything definitive on like IMBD or like the right. uh, the Google page for it and stuff where it's, it actually listed him as a character. So. Yeah, I don't think officially it was announced yet, but it is um, being reported on. So, <clears throat> all right, next. Um little game called Stonehearth Matt wanted to touch on. Matt? 
I just I, I think this is a type of genre that not a lot of people know about and are super fun. And it's just like you build a it's almost like here's the premise. Um instead you of play playing Hearthstone my, in reverse. No, but that's funny because it's called Stone Hearth. <laughs> <laughs> nice, hilarious. Um it's it's like instead of playing Minecraft as a character and walking around and trying cutting down trees and building houses and stuff. All right, Alan. We just made Alan's head explode. Yeah. He's dying. Settle down over there. Sorry. <laughs> it's basically just like a village building game, and then you control all these people, and it's in a world that's like voxel based, like Minecraft, and okay. um, it looked really fun. And it's coming. It's not a release yet. It's in early access. Got to do the three day test, so we can't uh, can't jump right into it. But okay, cool. Yeah. Just I think the art style out. looked. Oh yeah, I think the art style looked really cool in this, where it had that Minecraft feel, but it was a little bit like more advanced. And it had a little bit of like a 3D aspect to it that was a little bit better in shading and better like uh, graphic intensity, but still that kind of simplistic look to it. I thought it looked really cool. Cool. Yeah, I agree. It seems really neat. They're doing a lot of cool stuff that I've not seen before. So nice. Out to that, I really like that. And finally, uh, Battlefield Five was revealed to the world this week. Uh, following the debut of Call of Duty Black Ops Four, they came out with an initial reveal trailer and uh, some details of the game. No loot boxes. You keep your squad together always, no matter where you're spawned on the map. Uh, and you choose your rewards... Re- I can't talk. You choose your rewards directly this time as opposed to the progression system from Battlefield 1. So I thought the reveal trailer looked pretty freaking awesome. Um, I think that DICE and EA are really learning from what they did wrong in Star Wars Battlefront 2, and they're going to make a hopefully legit, um, pretty fun World War II video game. So what do you guys think? I um, really liked the trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm torn because I really liked Call of Duty. I'm, I'm torn between Call of Duty and Battlefield, so I probably won't pick which, which one I like best, but sure. I really liked Battlefield 1. Do you know, Nick, what it means? Like your squad, keep your squad together always. Like every time you spawn, you can just spawn on your squad all the time. I think so. So do you remember um, when we played Battlefield One? I'm pretty sure that if we were in a party together, we weren't always in the same squad. You know what I mean? Oh yes. So okay. I think it just means like you keep. Okay. If you're in a party with people. Yeah. Alan, you're still laughing over there. Are you all right, dude? Dude, that Hearthstone in reverse is still tickling me. I don't know why. It just completely caught me off guard. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep composure. But that, that really got me, sir. I mean, oh, it no, is literally fine. Stone Hearth. I, I feel like that was a bad choice of game name in there. Yeah. In their part, so. It might be intentional, like get people to accidentally Google it or something. <laughs> or accidentally download it thinking they're downloading Hearthstone. Hearthstone, yeah. I got to play a Stone Hearth game or whatever. That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm really excited for Battlefield Five. I think it looks awesome. I really like co-op games like that, so I can't mm-hmm. wait. Based off the trailer, it looked like the gameplay was like a skosh faster, um, like more of a Call of Duty style, like a little more arcadey. Maybe, mm-hmm. So maybe they're going that route to make it more the replayability a little more, you know, prominent. Yeah. That was kind of random. But what did you guys think of the uh, the the heads up display? It looked like it was a bit different from the last Battlefield. Oh, did it? I, I hadn't I noticed. It just oh, looked a little less obtrusive, I thought. Yeah, oh, okay. it, it looked very minimalistic, and like you could there get was, a really good view of what was no, going on. So, 
there was no way that was actual gameplay because that person was just like firing and then all of a sudden it would be like you killed a person I'd be like How? i didn't see that person that was insane that would be insane if that was actual gameplay yeah they've been doing that in gameplay trailers now they call it gameplay or in, in engine yeah. you know thing but it's a scripted like animation that they're showing you to highlight all the features of the game. I don't think the game's really going to look that good or play that smooth, um, to be perfectly honest with you, because it never does. All right, moving to some. Try that again. Oop. Moving on to some music picks here. Uh, Alan, start us off because you picked a one hell of a song this week. Yeah, I started starting us off with "Redbone" by Childish Gambino. Yeah. Can Can we just talk for a second about how incredible Donald, Donald Glover is? Because I was fangirling over him so hard this week. I was watching his stand-up. I was watching his performances in, uh, uh, what's the FX uh, show he's in? Oh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta and stuff. I was watching like him in that. I was like listening to his music. I was finding out that he was like a writer for 30 Rock. Like, yeah. I, he's just such an incredible guy. Yeah. And I think it's just, I wanted to give him a shout out uh, with one of his more well-known songs. I really like his new song as well, uh, This Is America. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a little bit controversial, I really like the song itself. Uh, mm-hmm. It's controversial for the music video, not the song. Right. Um, so, yeah, give a little shout-out to uh, yeah. Donald Glover, also known as Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah, you coming in a little late on the uh, Donald Glover train here? Because he's been around for a while. I think he's just been, like, just constantly, like, moving up higher and higher in the standings, and uh, he's doing really well for himself right now. Yeah, I just, like, I had sort of heard the name, but I just didn't know who he was, and then yeah. I heard about the Childish Gambino connection, and then I... I just got real into him. So, yeah, I was a little late, but... Yeah. So He also um, helped write parts of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And... Um, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. And... Uh, oh, I forgot the second thing I was going to say. Yeah. I agree. I love I love him. I think he's awesome. Very cool guy. I like what he's doing. Have you guys... Uh, this is kind of a tangent here, but have you guys seen the little video of the Girl Scout selling cookies, but her, she's trying... She, like, replaced the lyrics for Redbone with, like, her... Yep. Uh, Cookie names. It's a cute video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then she actually had to meet him on Conan or one oh, of those late yeah, night shows, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, all right, for my pick, I picked uh, "Hard Piano" by Pusha T, featuring Rick Ross. Pusha T dropped his album this week called Daytona. Um, it's been getting a lot of traction because um, he calls out Drake on the song "Infrared," and I guess there's been a beef. Um, for those of you who are into rap beefs, uh, there's been a beef between him and Drake for quite some time, and this is just another Ooh. another thing in the timeline. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this song, Hard Piano, um, I think is a great song off the new album. It's got this cool little piano melody, which um, provides the, 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 the foundation of the song, and then Pusha just uh, raps over it. Rick Ross comes in at the end, and it's uh, just a solid rap song. It's good counter-programming to a lot of the mumble rappers we're hearing today. So if you're looking for something a little different in the rap game, this one's kind of your straightforward um, you know, rap track. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, this rock band, I think, has been surprising me. I just recently heard them. Uh, for the first time, but they've been around for a while. It's a band called Nothing More, and I picked their song Funny Little Creatures. I think it's a really, really good message to the song. That's, um, it talks a lot about, you know, uh, kind of practice what you preach a little bit, or, you know, it's so easy to um, tell other people the right thing to do, but it's really hard to remind yourself and got, keep yourself grounded to the point where you know what the right thing to do is. And uh, 
this is this rock band feels like you know a band that belongs in the here and now and i know we've talked about on the show before about you know is rock dead is um is it going away and this is one of the the prime examples of something that's new and current that's still i think really really good and and can be popular and get a lot of radio play and um be successful so definitely check out nothing more their song funny little creatures cool i like that i will definitely check that out sounds sweet um the song i picked is by uh this duo called maiden heights which we're seeing a lot of these duos now where it's a girl a female vocalist Mm. and like a male like music producer and this one's kind of similar where the guy like makes like some electronic ish but mostly just kind of like some beats that are sound really cool and um he'll mix some cool stuff over there and then the girl will like rap slash sing over it and in the song skylark and terabang which i picked um it uses a, a loop in the background a sample from um i think it's like it's sufjan stevens uh it's like you concerned about the UFO, UFO sighting or something. It's okay. a really cool loop. That's a really cool song, and they use it in the background. And then she kind of like sing raps over it, and it's just really cool. And um, her like the rhymes that she says are super cool. She's really good at that. So, um, Maiden Heights is a good good group, and I would I would check them out. Nice. Yeah. As always, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at the Torrent Pod on Twitter and Facebook, and the Torrent Podcast at Gmail all right, now let's jump into the main topic here, guys. Today we are talking spoof movies and Deadpool 2. Um, let's start off with some spoof movies. How do you guys feel about spoof movies? Are you fans of them? We went through a huge phase at one at one point where I feel like every other movie that was coming out was a spoof movie. How do you guys feel about them? You know, are they kind of dying out? We're not getting too many spoof movies, and the ones that do come out, seem to bomb so give me your thoughts on do you like them and are they dying out yeah so spoof movies have been around for quite a while now and i think the very first ones i probably saw were like awesome powers yeah uh, it was one of like the first ones that i, I saw and it kind of started to get like oh okay there's some some interesting stuff going on here in the movie business where they're taking something that is pretty serious genre and just doing something funny with it right so i think when they first started coming out i really liked them it was just a fresh take on, all right, let's take some of the cliche parts of movies and let's make them just goofy and outrageous and over the top yep. and try and entertain people with it. And I think they did a really good job of it originally. And I, there are tons of spoof movies that I could name that I, I still really enjoy watching today. Yeah. And still, you know, enjoyed watching at the time too. I think from what I can tell, they are starting to die out a bit. Mm. Um, and I think a big part of that is just, there's a lot more people getting into the entertainment business. And so it's a lot easier to make just a, a serious movie or to develop upon um, intellectual property that you already have and be more successful in that, uh, that area of movies because people like to see things they're familiar with or they like to see things that are um, really, really unique. And mm. so when you have something that's kind of in the middle where it's not necessarily uh, an old, an old movie, like, you know, Austin Powers 4 or something like that, where they're taking an old uh, movie and doing another sequel onto it. And they're not doing something, you know, completely unique that maybe it's going to get kind of get lost in, in the fray of things. So. Sure. Matt, how about uh, you? Okay, so I think they're funny. I mean, I laugh at a lot of things, pretty much everything. And I think these types of movies are funny and I like them, but I, I do agree that a lot of them have bombed. And I think that's because 
um this the the spoof in itself is like a type of genre that tries to be stupid funny and make fun of the stupid parts of of real movies yeah and that there's like such a dangerous line to walk between being stupid itself or being like kind of clever and funny like i thought airplane is amazing and i love that (laughs) yeah um but but it is stupid but then there's a lot of other ones like a lot of this i I know we talked about kind of like scary movie a little bit on there um Mm -hmm. like a lot of those are uh just really bad and not really entertaining and not funny so yeah i think it's just such a it's such a thin line they walk so right um, it's really tough to find the, the middle ground there uh, but i mean i'll i watch some of them you know for sure yeah i agree with both of you guys um alan i think my first introduction into like this the parody spoof uh, genre was austin powers as well mm-hmm. and uh i think spoof movies do have the power to change uh, cinema. I mean, it's it's literally because of Austin Powers that uh, James Bond, the James Bond franchise, was dead for that many years because it got to the point where, especially with the Pierce Brosnan era Bond films, it was so campy and so over the top. And Austin Powers came in and like totally called them out on it. And then they had to completely go back to the drawing board. And then <laughs> the Daniel Craig James Bond movies came out, and it was it was super serious. Um, like visceral, like a grounded Bond film. And that was completely because of Austin Powers. Um, but having said that, yeah, I think they're dying out a little bit. Um, I think it is because of the internet. I think, uh, Mm. people are making fun of the, of the bad parts of movies, even before the movies leave theaters. So by the time anyone develops a movie to, uh, parody another movie all the jokes have already been made and everyone knows about these jokes so the literally i think the internet has kind of ruined the spoof genre a little bit and uh unless a director has like a completely out there take or like really something very intelligent to say to parody the original movie i i can't see spoof movies still being a thing and being relevant with the way twitter and instagram and social media work today like the jokes are already there like almost immediately you know what i mean yeah for sure and i think the one big thing that i think would be an exception to that would be if a spoof movie really takes the flaws of a certain genre and captures it really well it makes people think a little bit you know, maybe people didn't get get it right away. Like one that comes to mind is like Shaun of the Dead, where oh, they start right. making fun of the fact that like, oh, these people are running away from zombies that are walking, you know, at a snail's pace. And it's kind of like, wait, what's going on here? Like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. And you start <laughs> think about those old movies where the zombies were like that. And then you start seeing movies where, or movies or even like The Walking Dead, where, okay, the zombies are a little bit more of a threat because they're in huge masses or they're moving faster, like in 28 Days Later or something like that. Right, and, right. You, um, I think that's the only real place that they have in current day cinema. So, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so let's talk about some of our favorites. Uh, why don't you guys each give me, you know, one or two of your favorites here? Um, okay, I'll start with mine. The one I put on here is uh, "This Is the End." Do you guys remember that? You know, that's one I haven't watched yet, and I've been. Mean, it's been on my short list. Yeah, things to watch. Have you seen it, Alan? No, I haven't seen either. Okay, so I would consider that to be a spoof movie just because it was like a, a weird apocalypse, um, like, uh, I don't know, like party situation. Like, it was crazy. There's just so many actors in it, and it's just, like, really hilarious when they all come together and um, they, like, refer to each other by their real names, if I remember correctly. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, it, like, Craig Robinson is in it. Um, okay. Carol from The Office, and they, yeah. like, 
call him Craig in it. And um, it's just, it's hilarious. It's really funny. And I thought that was a spoof movie, but also had um, like a spoof movie of a genre, basically. Um, and I really liked that and thought it was funny. Um, so I'd recommend that one. I think that was really good. James Franco was really good. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Sweet. Alan? Uh, I think the two that I had put on here that were my notable ones were uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Because uh, that was just a, a really funny one. I remember that watching that when I was little, just thinking it was hilarious and still find it pretty funny today. <laughs> uh, where it just does a little bit of a spoof on the, the Robin Hood kind of conception and idea. So Sure. And then uh, Shaun on the Dead, I mentioned it before, but that was definitely just one of my big favorites. Uh, good, funny British humor and really picked apart the uh, the zombie genre uh, yeah. really well. So Yeah. Smart writing in that too. The all the Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, all those movies with uh, those two guys in it are just really good. Yeah. Um, what about you, Nick? Yeah, my my favorite by far, without a doubt, there's no question, is Spaceballs. Um, Spaceballs mm-hmm. is an insanely quotable movie. Um, obviously, makes fun of Star Trek, Star Wars, all those space movies. But uh, yeah, there's not a day goes by that I'm like not referencing or you know, quoting space balls, you know, between the keep firing assholes line or the, you know, yogurt, I hate yogurt, you know, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Rick Moranis is just the best as dark helmet in that movie. It's just, it's so funny. It's so funny, Matt. I know, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but after you watch all the star Wars movies, that okay. would be a good one to laugh at. If you like, I know you really dig the family guy, uh, parodies, <sighs> I was actually going to bring that up next and say I hope this counts as the category. Yeah, but, uh, if you like those, you're going to love Spaceballs. It's so funny. Okay. Yeah, sweet, cool. Uh, well, that will seamlessly transition to the next one I wanted to say, which was the um, Star Wars Family Guy, uh, and they specifically just make fun of Star Wars. They're kind of like remakes, but they're just yeah. so hilarious because there's so many like weird things and weird oversights in the actual Star Wars movies that they pick up on in. Um, in the the Family Guy one, and like, there's one where, who is it? Like Luke Skywalker is wearing Han Solo's clothes. Do you remember that? Is he? Yeah, and they're like, "Are you wearing Han's clothes?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's, just don't worry about it. It's not a big deal." <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. And um, there's so many hilarious scenes where like a ship goes by, and Stewie is Darth Vader, and he's like, "Luke Skywalker's on that ship," and he's like, "Wow, you can sense him with the Force from over here," and he's like. No, I can see him. And the camera pans over and it, you sh- it shows him like peeking out the window and like ducking down behind it. I just thought that was that. I crack up so hard every time I watch that. So, Family Guy is amazing and they did a great uh, um, remake of it. Yeah, for sure. Anyone's in particular, I know we mentioned some, but uh, any of any spoof movies that you think are just, you're, you just watch and you're like, this, this is just bad. Like this is, no. Nah. <laughs> Alan's like, nope, this genre is pretty airtight. Yeah. Uh, all these movies are quality great. films. Any? I mean, they're spoof movies. You're not supposed to take them seriously. They're That's... supposed to be bad. They're supposed to be cheesy. They, yeah, the worse they are, the better they are when it comes to this genre. Okay, so I was gonna, I'm gonna throw out Scary Movie because a lot of oh. like scary the movie, first one yeah. or like well, Scary Movie Five. Okay. Yeah, like Scary Movie Five. It's just uh, you haven't even know. seen Scary Movie Five. I've seen parts of it at a party <laughs> once. But that genre, I just think, like, how entertaining can that be, really? Yeah. I mean, it has its place. Yeah. Okay. Come on. You're you're reaching here. It's good for daytime television, you know? When, <laughs> when no one's home. 
<laughs> fill the channel. Uh, I I agree though that it shouldn't be taken too seriously. So if those flop, it's not a big deal. But right, I would I I don't I laugh at pretty much everything, and even those movies, I'm kind of like, all right, this isn't that funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, you guys ready to get into some Deadpool discussions? Deadpool two. Heck yeah! Nice. All right. Um, from here on out, if anyone hasn't seen Deadpool two yet, spoiler alert. Um, we're going to be talking in depth Deadpool two. Um, and give some reactions to that. So, first off, guys, we had Deadpool 1 coming in as a big surprise hit, fantastic jokes, kind of a spoof movie in itself in the fact that it pokes fun a lot at comic book movie cliches and kind of subverts all those, and it's very meta. Um, So, with that, I think this sequel was highly anticipated. Um. Why don't you guys give me some of your <clears throat> overall reactions to Deadpool 2? Yeah, so I, I, I think overall this was actually a little bit of a letdown for me. Mm. Um, I really, really enjoyed Deadpool 1. I think they just nailed the character spot on. Mm-hmm. And there was just a lot of funny jokes. The storyline was unique because it was the first of its kind with Deadpool. Sure. And uh, you really got to see you know, where he came from, how he got to be in the position he was in, and they had a really interesting way of saying it, telling it, and his breaking of the fourth wall just cause throws something new at you that you don't really see in a lot of movies, which sure. is cool. Uh, with Deadpool 2, you know, we get a lot of this, that same stuff, but I feel like it sort of um, fell under what I call the Iron Man syndrome, where you know Iron Man 1 was really awesome, really cool. It's new, fresh superhero, and it's awesome. And then Iron Man 2 is like, okay, well, you already know about the superhero. You know what he does. You know what he has. Now, like, give me a good story, something that really pulls me in that uh, now makes me enjoy the superhero and also enjoy the the, the, the story itself. Mm. And I feel like Iron Man 2 kind of fell flat there, and I sort of feel like Deadpool 2 kind of fell flat there because it didn't really feel like that unique of a story and didn't really have a good development of story or character transitions in it. So Okay. That was kind of my first take of the the movie. Yeah, um, I am kind of with you. I thought it was a little bit of a letdown for me as well. Uh, I didn't have problems with the story so much as I thought that some of the jokes really didn't land for me that well. Or I thought, ooh, you know, they could have been smarter with that joke. Like, we've seen that gag a million times in other movies, you know what I mean? I'm talking about, like... At the end when the, uh, the lead... How, like, how the leader of that foster home dies or whatever like mm-hmm. oh they didn't kill him oh you you know you're too like don't stoop to their level you don't have to kill him and then like he just dies by some freak accident or something like that um and there's a couple other times where i think the jokes just didn't really land for me and uh yeah i i was not sure how to feel like i didn't hate the movie by any means but i just thought it was an okay sequel for an otherwise great franchise so yeah. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Anyway, oh, go ahead. I, I was about to ask about um, you guys rating how you felt about the first. I know that was kind of later in what we we're gonna do, but sure. I was gonna. I was wondering um, how you would rate the first Deadpool, and then how you would rate uh, the second one. Okay. Um, on, our, on our bottle of mead scale. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll get to our official rating in a little bit here, but I would say probably Deadpool one. I would probably give, ooh, man, looking back, I would I would give Deadpool 1 
like a seven and a half, eight bottles of mead, somewhere around there. Like it was we did good. out of five. What's that? Oh, how we did out of five? Yeah, what, I was like, what, damn, Nick where did, loved that. Where did that come from? <laughs> Jesus, eight out of five. Um, no, I would probably give it a three, three and a half out of five bottles of mead for sure. Um, okay. it was it was something new and fresh. Deadpool one was, um, and it was hilarious. But uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's like a spoof movie. It's it's not the greatest movie of all time. You know what I mean? It, but uh, it set the bar high for um, that genre, and it, it brought something new. So it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably go and give the first one a probably a four because uh, I think I I would give it a little bit of extra just because I think the lead up to it was really fun. Mm. Uh, all the stuff that Ryan Reynolds did, as far as the trailers and the um, even like his Twitter posts and yeah. interviews and stuff he did, where he was just doing things in, in his Deadpool character just to kind of get some hype and yep. jokes that weren't even in the movie just kind of out to the public so i I like that whole portion of it so for sure um i'd agree i would say like a three and a half also yeah for the first one so um all right let's get into some of our top moments of deadpool 2 then so alan what were some of the things uh that you really liked about the sequel to deadpool uh i think i liked the um kind of whole plot that they did with the x-men uh, I think the jokes that they had there kind of landed and were really funny to me yes. um, when he went into the school and it was all empty and stuff and they talked about how they couldn't get other X-Men into it, Yeah, uh, which is kind of clever and witty. I think the banter with um, Colossus, is that the guy? Yeah, yeah I think the banter, banter with Colossus was just really funny, really clever and well done. And then um, I don't know how other people felt about this. I'm not really sure, but I actually liked the introduction to Juggernaut. I think they captured the Juggernaut character really well. Yeah, I did um, too. So yeah, okay, that's good. I wasn't sure if that was a like a, a acceptable opinion or not, or if people were 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 hitting on it. Do you know? Yeah, was... I think it's pretty well received. Um, okay. I, I really like the setup they had to it because the kid kept saying, you know, uh, we're gonna make this guy my bitch, or we're you know, he's, he keeps saying bitch, and it's like, oh, okay, I see what they're foreshadowing here because obviously there's that viral video where they dubbed over that X Men episode. And uh, the juggernaut goes, oh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. And, yeah. <laughs> like, that's been a joke for so many years. And to have them, like, slowly build and foreshadow that and then it was actually him was uh, was great. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. So, yeah, I, 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 those are probably my, my big moments. Cool. Um, what would you think of the whole X-Force thing? He's, he tries to assemble a team. Didn't quite work out. <laughs> no, yeah, I, thought those, I thought that was clever. I think... Um, the trailer sort of ruined it a little bit for me because mm. uh, I think the whole recruitment process you already had saw if you had watched the trailer previously. Yeah. So it, it took a little bit of the humor out of that, but I did really like how they all just kind of died like within, <laughs> within like seconds of jumping out the plane. Yeah. It was down to like him and the one the one girl, right? Domino. That was all that was yeah. Like, yeah, Domino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought that was just really funny. <laughs> so I wasn't sure how I felt about that at first. Like I, I think it was definitely one of the funniest parts of the movie, but I was a little disappointed because I wanted to see some of these new characters and I wanted to actually build. Like I thought they could have really had some awesome, funny banter with all those guys, just like busting each other's balls and like and just like cutting each other down and just being complete savages when it comes to like ripping on each other. Um, and then they just they went ahead and killed him, which yeah. was whole hysterical. But I was a little disappointed about it, you know. Dude, me too, though. But I think it just makes it all the funnier because I felt the exact same way. Yeah, I was like already. I'm like, oh, this X Force looks cool. I love yeah. these characters. I think they're yeah. interesting. And then they just die like right away. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny. <laughs> um, what do you think of Cable as a whole? Uh, Josh Brolin, who's making 
By the way, Josh Brolin's making all the money in the world this this uh, summer. He was Thanos in Avengers Infinity War. He's also Cable. It's the same dude. He's making oh. all the money in the world right now. But anyway, what did you think of the introduction of Cable to the Deadpool universe? I did not know he was Thanos. That's really yeah. cool. Uh, I actually liked Cable. I think he was kind of an interesting character. Um, I think the the way he moved and sort of his mannerisms were really unique to any character that I've seen in the Marvel universe so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was... I was just kind of, it was fun to watch in, in a way. I don't, I don't really know a good way to describe it, but he was just sure. very vis- visually uh, appealing to me. So Yeah, cool. Um, all right, how about some negatives? What what were some of the things that didn't work? I know we've already touched upon it a little bit, but was there anything definitive that did not work for you? Um, why don't you take this one? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to really focus on like the part where I just didn't like it. It's hard to place it with this one. It, it just it has that overall feel that yeah. it just wasn't quite on the mark, and yeah. uh, it's kind of really hard to put my thumb on exactly what I didn't like about it. But I think it was just some of the things we said where it was just a little bit of a you know some of the jokes were off. Yeah. Um. To me, it just felt like it it failed a little bit compared to the Deadpool one. Sure. And um didn't have that sort of unique uh storyline that I really would have liked to see a little more. So. Yeah, for sure. I, it was definitely some of the jokes that didn't quite resonate with me i really liked the <laughs> the throwback what well, once he gets uh ripped in half uh and he's he's growing his legs back and the whole uh yeah that was <laughs> they do like ones. a little uh what's that movie with sharon stone basic instinct or whatever oh, yeah. like kind of <laughs> you know they're kind of parroting that a little bit um i thought it was i thought it was pretty funny yeah um yeah so anyway uh what do you uh let's go into our ratings now so sure. what would you give deadpool 2 as a whole out of five bottles of mead not 10. <laughs> yeah out of five yeah yeah uh i'm gonna go ahead and give this one a 2.75 oh, out of five wow, okay um i think it was just a little bit of above above average um just kind of how i'm looking at it is you know it, it was on average a good movie it was enjoyable to watch uh parts of it i really enjoyed so it was just a little bit had a little extra edge to me sure. but it just fell short of my expectations so mm-hmm. i'm gonna be a little harsh on it. Yeah. Hopefully, Deadpool three will will come back and be a, a hit. So, I would definitely like to see them cross over more into the full on X Men universe. I think that was, you know, the X Men are something that's really cool, and I haven't really dug a ton of the X Men movies, but it seems like the way they're presenting some of the characters in the Deadpool franchise, I really like the way they're doing that, and so I hope they continue that. So, I would like to see. Um, Deadpool kind of go right into the full on into the X Men universe and be kind of that wild card character that he is. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. What's your rating? Um, I'm going to give it. Man, I think objectively, I'm going to give it a, a a three out of five. Um, so kind of right around where the first one was. Just just being purely objective, I think the first one had a lot of hype around it because it was so new and exciting. But ultimately, if you compare them, I think they're both kind of about the same you know, the, the yeah. same level, the same quality, you know, they both have different positives and negatives, but ultimately I think they kind of equate to being just about the same for me. So, yeah. Um, Matt, any questions? I know you didn't get a chance to see this movie, but do you have any like stuff you want to elaborate stuff you're curious about? Um, I guess not really. I mean, I guess my, my final question is it sounded like you guys weren't really, rec- weren't really recommending this to me. Yeah. To go see, is that still, after discussing it, you guys still agree with that? Um, I think so. I mean, 
if you were kind of like very meh on the first Deadpool as it was, I don't think you really need to see the second Deadpool. There wasn't anything. It didn't elevate itself to where I thought it needed to. Um, it just kind of stayed the same. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, for you, Matt, I wouldn't I wouldn't waste the two hours. I would go see something more worthwhile for cool. sure. Okay, cool. Like Solo, maybe? Maybe Ooh. Solo, yeah. Oh, hey. okay, okay. Um, speaking of Solo, that's what we're talking about next week on the show. We're going to be going, uh, hopefully we'll all get a chance to go see Solo, A Star Wars Story. I know already early reviews have been extremely divisive. Some Star Wars fans saying they absolutely loved it, and other fans saying this is just Disney ruining more Star Wars. So we're going to have a ton to talk about, possibly have a special guest on the show next time, all that and more. This has been an episode of The Torrent. We'll see you next time. Well, that's it for this episode of The Torrent. Thank you all for listening. Download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service. If you want to get in contact with us, feel free to send us an email, thetorrentpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Torrent Pod. We'll see you guys next time.